It's Monday morning. Yes, we're doing it all over again, and it's a pleasure having you on board. Now, of course, as we've established already on the show, the best way of knowing what you got up to at the weekend during a national lockdown is to have a little look at your internet search history. You've been so open about this, I really do appreciate it. Uh, But it seems only fair that if we're going to ask you to do it, that myself and the team, well, we get the ball rolling. So uh, let's start by saying good morning, Matt, good morning, Emma, and good morning, Glenn. Good morning. morning. So since the uh, third national lockdown has come along, I have found myself, surprise, surprise, playing an ungodly amount of FIFA 2021. Um, So the first thing that I uh, Googled is Josh Sargent. Um, Let let me ask the football lovers, Matt and Glenn, do you know who Josh Sargent is? I'm unfamiliar, Uh, I'm afraid. No, not really. No, is he a new newcomer? He, well, he's uh, he's an American striker who plays for Bayern Munich, who I now manage. But I oh. won't manage any players wow. that are made up by the computer. I will only manage the <laughs> real deal. And I'm that so fast. passionate about this that I Google yeah. them to see if they exist. So um, <laughs> I've, I've wow. moved from Bayern Munich <laughs> players cool. real to Josh Sargent. Um, yeah. I've got Madonna's age, Ariana Grande, <laughs> Tiger's <laughs> name in Aladdin. How old is Doc McStuffins? That's right, I was doing a quiz for my two nieces over the weekend. Um, then I just simply Googled a picture of some sushi, again for the quiz. Uh, foot poof, because I didn't know how to spell poof correctly. Um, and finally, um, White Stripes Elephant. I just wanted to take a trip down memory lane of that album as coming up a little later we'll be helping um, with your help sorry we'll be naming the top 10 albums of the noughties so that's me Matt what about you whoa 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 whoa, whoa. hang on (laughs) hang on (laughs) wait a minute yeah was Sergeant real yeah Josh Sargent is an American striker who plays for Bayern Munich oh really he is real okay yeah, he's got this amazing kind of he's got this kind of flame hair. He he looks he looks beautiful on screen. And I just wanted right. to check out if he was real, but he was at, um, another German football club and Bayern Munich have sucked him into the into their first team. Wow. With with your rule, it must get really difficult with FIFA once you've been playing for like 11 months cuz surely your team is then just like only full of like a 90-year-old Jordan Henderson. <laughs> He's still right. He still does a job, Glenn. The ninety-year-old Jordan yeah. Henderson. Um, right. We want to know what's in whoa, your whoa, Google whoa, search whoa, history. Whoa, 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 Dave. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How old is Duck McStuffins? I think Duck McStuffins is about six. I'd say off the top of my head. Duck Am I McStuffins correct? is six years old. Matt Dyson. Yes. Uh, Emma, can I wrap this up, or do you want to stop me in my tracks as well? Is this a new I have no further do? questions, Your Honour. No, all good. Thank you. Okay, coming up next, we'll take a little look. Whoa, 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 Dave. Don't you dare wrap this up. Don't interrupt yourself, you buffoon. (laughs) The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Good morning and welcome to what we're calling in the industry Google Search History Link 2. Um, Matt Dyson... What have you been looking at over the weekend? Um, I've been looking at uh, the uh, Masked Singer odds. I wanted to find out if I could put bets on that show, which is the highlight of my TV week now, sadly. <laughs> I watch it with my two daughters. But I, I had Glenn Hoddle clocked from day one uh, when, it, when I heard his voice. So I wondered if I could have put a better bet on in his first episode before he was unveiled on Saturday night as the grandfather clock. 
Um, but uh, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure any bookies actually let you put bets on that. And then I was also looking at um, cameo videos for stars of 90 Day Fiance slash Housewives of New York. This is for <laughs> Katie's 40, <laughs> for Katie's 40th. I thought I'd surprise you with a cameo video, right? You know when they do a little message for about 50 quid. Mm. Um, but. Uh, uh, as as I asked her casually in conversation, oh, um, who is your favourite uh, cast member on 90 Day Fiancé? She said straight away, no, I don't want a cameo video of a 90 Day Fiancé. <laughs> oh, he's dead. She the marriage knew. is dead in the water. She knew, yeah. she knew she what knew. I was planning yeah. straight away. It's ridiculous. You can't surprise her anymore. <laughs> Have you ever seen the Eiffel Tower? No? Okay, fine. No, just, 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 um, Emma, Emma, what's in your Google history from the weekend, please? Um, I've been looking up uh, Lambeth Council Christmas tree collection dates because mine is still, <laughs> still got yours. Out still, on the still street. It's the eighteenth wow. of January. I don't know what to do with it. Oh, it's a sad sight. So I need them to come and get that. I've been looking up how to play chess because I binged the Queen's Gambit last week. Um, oh, yeah. And I was very embarrassed to say that I don't know how to play chess. And I feel like most people know how to play chess. Mm. Um, what you need no is what you need is, does Stefan play chess? Because in a lockdown, yes, and there's going to need to be two of you. Yes, and he has joined a right. chess website where he's playing his friends. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, let that one sink in. Yeah. It's a relationship yeah. Rolodex day as well. Some, yeah, <laughs> some, some lockdowns get harder than others, don't they? Um, <laughs> Glenn, what about yourself? What's in the search issue? Uh, right, this is, gonna, this is less arrogant than it sounds. I googled Glenn Moore. Oh, okay, oh, and it was oh. only because to on check your Saturday... Okay. Yeah, on oh, on Saturday, this is the horse. Yeah, I was made amazing. aware that there was a horse race in which one of the horses racing was called Glenmore, <laughs> wow. and so I placed my first ever bet on a horse. And because the thing is, Glenmore does come up quite a lot. There are lots of roads called Glenmore. There are yeah. lots of places called Glenmore. Many the because Glenmore Academy Glen, in Bournemouth. Yes, they all, well, they all a, put a Glen on this horse. in the countryside. A Glen is a thing, and a Moor is a thing. So essentially, my name is just Valley Valley. Um, but this horse was called Glenmore, and the odds, the odds were 300 to 1, so already not off to a cracker. Um, but I put a fiver on it with the hope that if I won, I would have made nearly £2,000, and the horse wow. came exactly last, and it was humiliating. <laughs> it came so it came so last. My favourite thing oh. was how you robbed so many other people out of their money, because when you posted that on yeah. Twitter, everyone I else started placing bets as well. Oh my God, it was such an interesting insight into which of my friends had gambling addictions because they were like, oh yeah, now I've got an excuse to bet. Yes, thank you, Glenn. And it was like, no, 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 no. It's just, just a joke. It's just a joke. Okay, so there we go. If we learn anything from this, ladies and gentlemen, it's that the fine man that is Valley Valley is not a very good tipster. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Good morning, you're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show where I feel an ideal way of gauging what you got up to at the weekend is to look into your search history and you love sharing Eugene's got in touch saying, Dave, I can't stop searching for Mrs. Hinch cleaning on images. There's no images of her actually cleaning something. What kind of con is this? Um, Marie says, what is window swap was something that I googled. Turns out it's a website where you can stare out of somebody else's window anywhere in the world. It's actually very cool and it's making lockdown fly by. (laughs) You can thank me later, concludes Marie. James says, how many people use the London Underground daily? And James has been kind enough to include the answer from his search results, which is roughly 2 million people, by the way. Uh, Just not right now, of course. Well, thank you, James. Thank you, Marie. Thank you, Eugene. And do keep them coming. It's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Right, still to come, more of those. Plus, Matt Dyson has your social ammunition. But first, with your news and your sports, is Emma Jones and Glenn Moore.
The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It's Monday morning, which is a good time for me to peek inside your internet search history to find out what you've been looking at, basically, across another lockdown weekend. And Sarah's got in touch saying, Dave, I've been looking at how many amendments are there? 27, apparently. Also, I found out that the American Constitution contains many spelling errors, including Pennsylvania, which is P-E-N-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I. It should be P-E-N-N-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I. This is despite the fact that it was penned by somebody from Pennsylvania. Oh, Sarah, (laughs) classic vampires, that is. Classic vampires. Um, Okay, Matt Dyson, (laughs) it is time to hand over to you now for the social ammunition. Matt, what's going on out there? Uh, Well, first up, there are two stories that I've been sent a lot this weekend. I know I'm late on this first one, uh, but a lot of people have been sending it to me saying it's perfect for social ammo. It's one of the the key areas we like to explore on this uh, this regular feature. It was sent to me by a lot of people, including Emma Jones. It's incredibly childish, but it is... Joe oh, Wicks no. slash oh, yes. <laughs> Joe Windy Pops, as he's now being called, uh, thinking he wasn't live uh, to do a PE lesson online, but he actually was live uh, and he let one go. Here it is. Okay, three, two, one, live now. Hang on, go, go. <laughs> that is that's the fart of a vegetarian isn't it <laughs> it really is i mean that's, 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 a, that's a fitness fanatic right there you go you're yeah, a you're a healthy right. boy that's <laughs> it that's the reality that's the reality of that healthy diet and all that exercises that must happen constantly in the i've listened household. to it so many times and i, I, I bet you have Emma. i bet you <laughs> yeah i'm starting to get real. a bit worried about my spotify top most listened to at the end of the year the top's just gonna be joe wicks yeah it off. is there is a tr- trombone element to it quite a deep one isn't there and then it just followed by the okay three two one we're live now no no joe you will live before let's just have it one more time shall oh, we oh no oh, God. <laughs> okay three two one live now go, go. <laughs> <laughs> sorry uh, this is a huge update uh, from another popular item on the social ammo desk this particular song oh now we're talking Of course, uh, don't tell me it's like the mass singer, it was you all along. (laughs) (laughs) No, No. it wasn't. No, I wish. Uh, no, it was Tom Rosenthal and his uh, now four year old daughter Fen and the Dinosaurs in Love song, which went viral last year. Now it has been turned into a book which you can buy for for the children in your life. Uh, It's only about six quid, available in all good bookstores and online, obviously. The Dinosaurs in Love book that has come from the massive viral sensation. Apparently it was inspired by uh, Fen had just eaten a boiled egg for the first time. And that's what inspired this Dinosaurs in Love song, apparently. Yeah, yeah. So that's a little bit It hit her on the head and she discovered gravity. What a lovely story. (laughs) So uh, fans of the song can now really really have dinosaurs in love all over their house and let's end on the sad ending to one of the best viral hits ever a big bang came and they and they died dinosaurs dinosaurs fell in love but they didn't say goodbye
but they didn't say goodbye. Good night, Evie. Sweet dreams. (laughs) (laughs) Good morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where, of course, real music matters, which is why I felt at the beginning of the year you were perfectly placed to help me curate the 100 collection. I am thinning down my vast music room into just 100 of the greatest albums of all time. We've tackled the 60s, the 70s, 80s and 90s. And today we're going to be picking with your help the 10 greatest albums of the noughties. No mean feat yet again. And so to celebrate this fact and to get us all in the mood and our thinking caps on, we're going to have a game of Beat the Intro Naughty Special. The team are in play. You're in play out there as well. Your names are your buzzers. You get a point for the name of the song or ditty, and you get a point for the name of the band or artist. So, here we go. This is our first song from the 2000s. Emma. Dyson. Glenn. That's Fluorescent Adolescent by the Arctic Monkeys. It is. You have two points, and I... I feel whichever album we choose, the Arctic Monkeys are probably, well, definitely going to feature in the final yeah. 10. Oh, that's yeah, surely. Um, okay, moving on. This is our next song. Glenn. Emma. Oh, Glenn. That's uh, Scissor Sisters. And um, I think it's Take Your Mama. Is that it? It, it is, Glenn. Well done. So. The Scissor Sisters, Take Your Mama. And finally, for the first of two rounds of Beat the Intro, we have... This. Oh, Glenn. A Dyson. Uh, it's Franz Ferdinand and, um, oh, Dyson. God, it's uh, it, it, the matinee. Oh. It is matinee. Unbelievable. That, wow. Wow. So that's Matt with none, Emma with none, and Glenn with six. There is another round to come later in the show before you help us choose the ten greatest albums of the noughties. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Monday morning. Welcome along to this, the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where we really do have no trust issues, you and I. It's lovely. I ask something, even the most personal thing in the world, and you guys share all the details. I am eternally grateful for that fact. And joining us right now on line one is Paula. Good morning, Paula. Morning, Dave. Hi, guys. Morning. Morning. Paula, lovely having you on the show. You're going to let me take a little look inside your relationship Rolodex where we can pull out the letter H for hair washing. Tell everybody <laughs> yeah. to, tell everybody what this refers to. Um, it refers to when I gave birth to our second son. So you're, you're, are you going into labour? Um, you're against the clock. Nature's clock is ticking along. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, so I'd woken up in the early hours of the morning with a few twinges, um, didn't think much of it, um, so I thought I won't wake him up yet, I'll let him sleep, um, and I just went into the front room and just read a book for a little while and the pain started getting a bit stronger and stronger, but I thought, oh, it's not a problem, I can handle this. Um, hours passed, um, a few hours passed, and I, I thought, oh, you know, um, they're getting a bit closer, um, I think I should wake him up. So I woke him up and I said, oh, I think um, perhaps we should go to the hospital now. And he said, OK. And in, in those days, this is like 23 years ago, you had to ring, the mother had to ring the hospital. Um, so the midwife would speak to the mother. And um, I was talking to the, 
midwife and she said, oh, you know, your contractions are a bit too close together. You should come in right away. Um, <laughs> so um, I said to Roger, my husband, um, I think we'd better go pretty quickly. And, uh, and he said, yeah, okay. So I was struggling that nine months pregnant, having contractions, trying to get my boots on the feet. And, uh, and I was just standing there and uh, he was nowhere to be seen. And when I found him, he was washing his hair. What are you doing? And he said, well, I don't know how long I'm going to be there. <laughs> oh, Roger. And, um, Roger, Roger, not a soap dodger, that's for sure. That's what you can say about your husband. Ah, Read yeah. the room, Roger. And, <laughs> yeah, and to, um, Read the womb, Roger. Nice. We lived in a, a second floor flat at the time, and so we managed to get down the stairs, and this was six o'clock in the morning on, in January. It's actually January the 19th my son was born. And... He left me standing to go run back upstairs to get a towel to put on the car seat in case I made a mess on the car seat. Well, well Roger, I mean, <laughs> my goodness. I, I mean, <laughs> how did he look? Did he look good? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he looked great. Yeah, yeah. blow dried it and everything, yeah. <laughs> um, this really is, I mean, the, the thunder lightning sound effects are ringing out over this story. Um, but it, it turned out to be a, a pleasant one because obviously tomorrow is your, your second son's birthday. So wishing many happy returns from us. Send yeah. our love to the family. Thank you. And Paula, it's been lovely having you on the show. And to you. Thanks so, so much. Cheers now. And of course, the other little bonus to this from Paula is if we don't call the Daily Podcast, Roger, read the womb. I don't know what we're going to call it. But let us inside your relationship, Rolodex. It's Dave at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. On your Monday mornings, I like to take a little look into your relationship. I like to find out what you have done to your partner or vice versa that you can hold on to for the rest of your time together. Ah, oh, sweet love. Um, for example, um, we did a a zoom quiz for my two nieces uh, we do it every sunday morning uh, hence why when we came on air today much of my google search history from across the weekend was about you know how old is doc mcstuffins and you know disney films <laughs> and ariana grande well, to be fair the ariana grande stuff's always in there um but um we we finished uh, we finished doing it and i do one category which will be like tv and film and then my wife sarah jane she does like um food and then it'll be passed back to me and i'll do literature and we do it like that and then at the end I, uh, as a compliment to Sarah Jane, I said, oh, really good host in there. And she turned to me, she said, yeah, it's too much like anyone could do it, isn't it? Ooh. 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 I know. Ouchie, ouchie, ouchie. Uh, Emma Jones, um, anything going on with you and Stefan this week or is it just marital bliss? <laughs> Well, um, this week I'm going to file P for puzzle, which is actually uh, something nice that Stefan uh, did for me, which was to buy me a puzzle to help pass the time in lockdown. Um, but I want to let him know that I'm on to him and I know why he does this. It's because it will keep me occupied for a good few hours and it means that he can play more Call of Duty. So I've rumbled him. I know his game. I'm on to you, I'm not Stefan. happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> is it just one of those again that's all sky so you're, you're out of the room for a good six hours yeah yes exactly <laughs> um glenn everything okay at home everything's mostly okay yeah we've got a, a good system now that we're sort of you know we're back in lockdown uh, obviously i'm up before my girlfriend is 
um, and it's a rare occasion where I, I can I can make a breakfast in the morning, and it's all fine, and it's nice. And uh, she has the uh, she has the same order every morning. It's uh, one spoonful of granola, three spoonfuls of yogurt, put in a bowl. There we go. It's easy. It's simple. I don't mind making it. It's all right. But she's been making fun of me, uh, which I, I feel is unfair uh, for making that breakfast because I gave it to her and she went, "Is it a hassle in the morning?" And I was like, "No." I was like, "To be honest, I actually quite enjoy decanting the yogurt because spooning out yogurt from the pot into the bowl makes me feel like um, I'm I'm a, I'm a cook at a Victorian workhouse uh, spooning out gruel for all the boys." And uh, she it, she was like, "What?" And then she. Hasn't let that slide and keeps bringing it up all the time. Secret dream of running a workhouse, a Victorian workhouse for the boys. Um, and she she has every right to hold on to that one for a while, Glenn. Let's yeah. all be honest with ourselves. Uh, Matt Dyson, everything okay? I know that you got rumbled uh, yes. with a surprise gift for Katie's well, birthday. Yeah, but... She didn't want a cameo from one of her reality TV f- favourites, uh, but then she went on after that to regale my daughters with tales of all the other wacky presents that I've bought her over the years. And she was t- particularly mocking uh, some socks with our faces on that I bought for her recent anniversary <laughs> and also one year I got her, I've forgotten about this I got her a message on a mango which was <laughs> I remember that a mango I said you that won't do <laughs> no yeah, no she was just talking about it. she opened it and thought oh what's this it's quite heavy it's quite heavy and she opened up it was just a mango with pen saying happy birthday Katie on it and she was quite, she was underwhelmed. I just thought it was a little fun present but uh, she's not seeing the funny side of these these gifts that I'm buying unfortunately <laughs> Never stop. Never stop the novelty gift buying. But remember, it has to go alongside something like a main present. You can't just... Yes, a, oh, it always A does. message on a mango is not a main gift. Yeah, yeah. That's what I did with the Judge Judy coasters that I bought about 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Relationship Rolodex Day on a Monday here on the show. Come join in. It's Dave at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Good morning, it's your Monday. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show where we're peeking into one another's relationships and finding out what's going on in there. And now we have a very special section, which is the noise section. Uh, Kerry gets us underway with Dave. My husband has the noisiest toes. I'm not sure if it's because I've become so aware of them recently, but I can even hear him wiggling them over the sound of the TV. Slightly creepier than that even has come from Brock who says, Dave, I can hear my wife blinking when she's reading in bed. A very distinct <laughs> clicking noise, depending on how moist her eyeballs are. It's become quite annoying and is the centre of many intolerant discussions. Uh, so there we go. That's the noise oh, is this, section. Is this like a new condition to sweep the world? Loud skin? Yeah. Is this the new... <laughs> it's another That'll side be back Sundays at 10 on yeah. Absolute yeah. Radio. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just a little idea for the programmers. Uh, right, coming up, we are going to be naming the 10 greatest albums of the noughties. We're doing that with your help. But first, with your news from around the world and the latest in sport, it's back to Emma Jones and Glenn Moore. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Monday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where real music matters, which is why coming up very soon, we're going to be fully focused on the music of the noughties. I'd kind of forgotten, really, how many fantastic songs, bands and artists had come from that 10-year period. So it's going to be very challenging for us to pick the 10 greatest albums to add to my 100 collection. Have your say using the hashtag The 100 Collection across the Absolute Radio socials. And to whet the appetite, we're having a game of Beat the Intro, a naughty special. Your names are your buzzers. Point for the name of the band or artist, point for the name of the song. 
Glenn currently has six. Matt and Emma have none. So you really need to put in a good show here, guys. And we begin with this. Emma. Oh. Emma. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black. It is. Well done. Two oh, points. nice. Surely that album has to feature in the ten. Does it? Yeah. Let us know. Mm, who'd have thought so? Coming up next, this. Oh, Emma. Oh, Glenn. Emma, again. Oh, oh, no. Dizzy Rascal, bonkers. It is. Emma's yeah. back to oh, oh, my God. Which means, Matt, you're playing for Pride. However, Emma, if you were to get the song and the name of the band or artist, you have drawn level with Glenn. Oh, unprecedented no scene. As we know, exactly. Good luck. This is your intro. Glenn. Emma. D- Glenn got there. Uh, that is the killers, all these things I've done. Well done, Glenn. Excellent. Uh, you managed to finish. Yes. Two rounds of beat the intro with eight points. Emma, you got four. Matt, you got none. Coming up, My well, delay isn't dela- oh. helping. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Cutting uh, out yeah. a minute. <laughs> <laughs> nice try. Right at the dying breath of the whole game as well. We didn't even bother trying this at the end of round one, which we did an hour ago. Uh, right there we go. That was your beat the intro. And as I'm saying, get involved on the Absolute Radio socials. The ten biggest albums of the noughties. Use the hashtag the 100 collection. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Dave Berry's 100 Collection. Absolute Radio Noughties. Hello, good morning and welcome along to this, the Dave Berry Breakfast Show, which broadcasts on Absolute Radio. And the big thing here is real music matters, which is why when I took inspiration from an interview I did with Mr. Paul Weller, who basically said, Dave, I've got enough stuff. I thought, maybe we've all got enough stuff. Maybe we need to thin those things out. So I started with the wardrobe and then I moved on to my record collection. And you have been helping me create the 100 collection, which is 100 of the greatest albums of all time. I'm taking inspiration from Absolute Radio's Decade Stations and we have already collectively picked the 10 greatest albums of the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, and now we're focused on the noughties and wow what a decade for music that really was Wow. Okay, so uh, that, in a nutshell, was the musical offerings of the years 2000 to 2010. Now, I'd like to bring in my esteemed colleague, Glenn Moore, here, because, Glenn, you actually called this some time ago. You said, 
I'd been mm -hmm. too focused on the 90s and how difficult that was going to be. And you said the noughties is going to be a lot tougher than you're anticipating at the moment. And you were right. Now it is upon us. This is yeah. a very, very difficult decade to decide 10 albums from. It's, it's so hard because it's like you've obviously got the emergence of this huge indie boom with loads of like lots of one hit wonder albums but ones that were incredible but then you've got the sort of mainstays that stayed around for a lot longer like the Strokes and the Arctic Monkeys and the White Stripes those are really hard to pick any album from overall then suddenly like pop music got a hell of a lot better in the noughties as well and suddenly had the emergence of like Lady Gaga you've got Adele as well it's really it's it's impossible I, 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 I really wouldn't know what to put in there definitely Arctic Monkeys and Strokes have got to be in there for me yeah, I mean, well, we heard also in that montage, you're so right, we heard Rihanna in there as well, and Jay-Z and Alicia Keys. There was just so much good music across all genres. Uh, you guys are going to be having your say in this. I can't do it without you. So use the hashtag on the Absolute Radio socials, the 100 collection. Uh, Michael says, funeral by Arcade Fire. Uh, is this it by oh the Strokes? God. Up the bracket by the Libertines. Uh, whatever people say I am, that's not what I'm not by the Arctic Monkeys. Is the best album of the decade by Country Miles, says Pete. Darren tweeted as saying, the killer's hot fuss. We've also got to have classics. Um, oh, there's classics throughout that album, Dave. Absolutely, there is, Darren. Um, the Streets, original pirate material. Um, we've got the Libertines again. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black. Jamie T gets a mention oh, here from Jojo. Yes. Mm. Um, 100% on board with panic prevention. Yeah. Not listing nine others because I'm too passionate about the greatest album of the decade, which was American Idiot uh, by Green Day, says David Hobson. Uh, Show Your Bones, yeah, yeah, yes. Stories from the City, Stories from the Sea by PJ Harvey, says Natalie Trott. Um, there's, so, I mean, there's just so many tweets and texts coming in. So do keep them coming in, as I say, using the hashtag The100Collection. And up next, well, we are going to lean on the opinions of the king of the no repeat guarantee yes joining us next with his opinions on all of this stuff is the one and only ben burrell dave berry's 100 collection absolute radio notice it's your monday morning if you're just joining us we have another big old mountain to climb and that mountain is called the noughties and namely what are the 10 greatest albums from that mind-blowingly talented decade? Joining us right now is the king of the no-repeat guarantee. It's Ben Burrell. Good morning, Ben. I like that title. Thank you for giving me that title. Uh, good morning. I, I miss you all intensely. Are you all right? Oh, Ben, we miss you. I, yeah. think, I think I speak for everyone. We're all good here, man. But yeah, we miss being in the studio and seeing everyone's faces and bumping into each other in the kitchenette. It all seems a distant memory. It really does. Um, ben, listen, I know you're, you're very passionate about music, but you're very passionate about the music of the noughties because I know that if I were to cut you, you would bleed Bob Dylan first and then Razorlight second. Um, am, am, I, what a am, I, am I right in saying that? Well, that's the collaboration we all want, isn't it? Johnny Burrell and Bob Dylan. Actually, do you know what? Razorlight sadly Dear. don't make my uh, top ten from the noughties. What? <laughs> right, I thought okay. three albums, that would be your top three. Just uh, yeah. up all night, razor light, then slipway fires. That's it. <laughs> you've, not, you've not been sarcastic Matt, about this, have you, Ben? Has never made a list ever, <laughs> let alone this one. <laughs> yeah, right, okay, so the good news is Bob Dylan got an album in when we picked the 10 best of the 60s. That's all sorted. There's no razor light in there for the noughties. So 
Who is making your list then, Ben? Well, I've got to say, um, thinking back now to the noughties, it was, and we didn't realise this at the time, I don't think, it was an amazingly diverse decade. Loads and loads of good stuff. I mean, we had that amazing kind of uh, renaissance with guitar bands that started with the Strokes and the White Stripes right at the start of the decade. And that had a a knock-on effect rather to um, British bands. And we got the debut album from Franz Ferdinand, which I think has to go into this list somewhere. That was such a great record. And that kind of, for me, like kicked it all off. And I don't think without that debut album from Franz Ferdinand, we would have necessarily got the music we got later on. Um, And that obviously came alongside just before the uh, Arctic Monkeys debut album, which again, has to be in there somewhere for me. Um, So those first two records, I think, have to be in from those two bands. Um, we've got to put Block Party's debut in as well, I think. Silent Alarm, that was a brilliant oh, of record. Yes. Oh, I forgot about Block Party. <laughs> that's, yes. the, that's the problem, isn't it? There's so many big bands around yeah. this time. Um, the Libertines debut album, I think we need to consider that as well. Mm-hmm. Up the bracket, that was a fine record. Um, but also, it had a big knock-on effect, like those guitar bands coming out. Um, I think it rejuvenated other bands. So, Dave, we have to consider, and I'm being scientific about this, we have to consider other um, bands like Oasis came back with Don't Believe the Truth. I know I've included them already, but you've got to consider that. Uh, Radiohead had a big yeah. album called In Rainbows, and U2 came out with a big record. Um, so there's other kind of guitar bands to think about as well. Um, also, pop was really strong in this decade. Beyonce, we've got to think about Beyonce, Dave. Oh no! I, I'm always thinking about Beyonce. She's never far from my thoughts. <laughs> I knew it. She, she's one of the most talented individuals on the planet. So yes, you are right to bring her up. And Crazy in Love was just whatever kind of music you're into. Crazy in Love is a, just a it's a stonewall tune, isn't it? You know what a what a great record. And it was, it was so massive as well. Um, similarly, Amy Winehouse, Back to Black. Um, there was two yeah. great albums from the Streets. Matt, I know you love the Streets. Oh, yes, yes. Certainly the debut's got to go in there, hasn't it? Um, and my other notes were, right, get this. Get this for a trio. Dizzy Rascal, Outcast, and Daft yes. Punk Discovery. Oh, oh yes. Oh, wow. Big See what I mean? Good decade. Outcast, yeah. yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. And of course, Slipway Fires from uh, Razorlight's got to be in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> So, Ben, you basically asked more questions than you've answered. <laughs> um, well, I think I, 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 will, I will make this statement now. The debut Arctic Monkeys and the debut Franz Ferdinand albums, for me, have to be in there somewhere, as does the debut Strokes record, because that started it all off. OK, I think you're on to three big hitters that are going to make most people's lists. But, of course, we are talking to everybody out there across the Absolute Radio socials. Use the hashtag The 100 Collection. Should Arctic Monkeys debut be in there? Let me know. As I say, it's hashtag the 100 collection. Ben will be back with the no repeat guarantee and much more besides from 1pm on Absolute Radio. Ben, it's always nice talking to you. Send our love to the family and we'll speak to you very soon. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Cheers, Ben. Bye now. Oh, it's a big old task. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Monday morning, which traditionally is the day of the week that you allow me to take a little look, voyeur style, into your relationships. Thank you ever so much for doing so. What's going on in there? How messy have things got? Dan says that his partner begins hoovering when a programme starts that he wishes to watch. He says that his partner will be sat there for half an hour just having a cup of tea, reading a magazine, you know, listening to some kind of radio show, maybe this one. And then as soon as the TV programme comes on, bang, straight up, vacuum out and she's off. Um, (laughs) I mean, I mean, your other halves impeding upon the time when you most need to focus is something that I'm sure has dogged all of the team here and so many of you out there. (laughs) 
who are working from home. I can literally say to Sarah Jade and Evie, we're gonna be doing the show in one minute time. We're gonna be coming back from the song in one minute. So I'm gonna be doing a talky bit. And 30 seconds after I say that, they'll burst into a chorus of London Bridge. Um, and it's, <laughs> why, why now? Why, why now? Um, anyway, thank you very much, Dee, for letting me peek into your Rolodexes. Keep them coming. We're going to be doing it again next Monday. It's Dave at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. And that's it for your Monday morning. As always, I am eternally grateful for those of you who tune in. And I also love those of you who take the time to get in touch. You can do any time you want about anything you like. My email address is dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. And once again, as I have been most mornings since we came back on air for 2021, I leave you with some homework. The question is, which albums of the 2000s mean the most to you? Which ones do you love? Which ones should be included in my 100 collection? Tomorrow on the show, we'll reveal the 10 that we have talked about. As I say, jump on the Absolute Radio socials right now. Have your say. It's hashtag the 100 collection. We also leave you with a podcast, which pretty early on in the show, uh, it was determined it should be called Read the Womb, Roger. That's what you're looking for. (laughs) Enjoy it and know this. We'll be back tomorrow, 6am. Stay safe, stay entertained. Arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.